When I got out of the situation, the man walked over to me and said, ain't nobody ever seen a Jeep drive like that. You all right, ma'am? I said, now I am. But I can't talk right now. I got to chill out. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. We right. have to challenge. My focus. I'll... Go ahead. Your volume is really low. I'm trying my best to hear you. I can hear you a little bit better. Bet my license plate. 764. Welcome to the Brother L show. I'm getting uh, Sister EC Bay back on here. to the uplifting 
of fallen humanity. And I especially give the honors to our ancient ancestors, our foremothers and forefathers, who paved the way for us to be here. Thank you, and we love you all, and thank you for joining us for this exciting conversation at Pontiac Town Hall with Honorable Tim Weimer. And so, Tim, I'll, I'll at this point, uh, I'll turn it over to you. Tell the audience, talk to our audience about, about you. Well, thank you so much, Brother Ellis. It's an honor for me to be here with you. Uh, I want to first thank you for your leadership within the Morris Science Temple of America and more broadly for your leadership throughout uh, the city of Pontiac and throughout all of Oakland County and the state of Michigan. You have long been in the trenches here in the community with all of us uh, working to improve the community and uh, you've done a, a really incredible job moving our city forward. So thank you for all the you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. And uh, as you mentioned, uh, I'm a former state representative for Pontiac. Uh, I was honored to uh, serve Pontiac as an elected official for 12 years, first as a county commissioner and then as a state representative. I was uh, very happy to be able to deliver results for Pontiac residents during that time as the state representative for the city. I led the charge in Lansing to successfully expand Medicaid coverage to cover 700,000 Michigan residents who lacked health insurance before, including many thousands right here in Pontiac. I secured state funding for a major job training program here in the city through Balsa, uh, and I renewed millions of dollars in funding for school-based health centers, uh, including centers at Pontiac High, Pontiac Middle School, and Walt Whitman Elementary School here in the city. Uh, but even more importantly than, than some of those uh, successes, uh, I was privileged to have the opportunity to help thousands of Pontiac residents connect with social service benefits that they rode, to connect with assistance for home repairs, uh, and I protected many families from eviction and foreclosure. And uh, I developed a lot of very deep personal friendships here in the city of Pontiac uh, with some people who are like family to me. Uh, I love our community and I'm proud to call Pontiac home. Uh, and we've got a lot of work to do together to really move Pontiac forward. Uh, we've seen obviously some discord at City Hall between the mayor and city council. And the only way we're going to address our most pressing challenges is to have a mayor and city council who collaborate with one another uh, and with the broader community, residents, local small businesses, civic organizations, including the Morris Science Temple of America. Uh, and when I go door to door in the community and when I talk with people in the community, uh, there are some, some recurring concerns that I regularly hear about. And those are things that we've really focused on in our platform. They include improving basic city services by fixing the roads and plowing the snow on time investing in a robust, sustainable youth recreation program for our young people here in the community, uh, and also expanding economic opportunity, not just for some, but for everyone here in the city of Pontiac. Uh, and so that's been our focus, and you know, I'm certainly happy to talk in, in greater detail about our plans and proposals to accomplish those goals. Uh, but those are, are our three highest priorities, to make sure that we're improving economic opportunity and the quality of life for all Pontiac residents. Okay, so um, your first 100 days yes. in office, yep. 
what does that look like with respect to economic development and yeah. the impact of, of, of how, does, how does that impact the community? Yes. Individual citizens. So the the highest priorities when it comes to economic opportunity are, are a few things. Number one, uh, we've got to do more when it comes to job training, and, and by that I mean uh, investments in advanced technology training for our residents, uh, but also skilled trades training, construction trades training, making sure we're connecting people of all ages, but especially young people and high school students with apprenticeship programs. You know, not everybody's going to go to college, but there are a lot of other opportunities to pursue good-paying jobs, and we need to make sure that we're making residents and young people in the community aware of those opportunities and connecting them with the pathways to get that additional training and, and skills in order to be successful. Uh, but part and parcel with that is job, uh, uh, a job uh, connections with businesses here in the community. It's, it's not enough just to train people in a classroom. We've got to make sure that through job placement programs, we're giving people an opportunity to connect with businesses, to work in the real world, maybe initially through internships, but ultimately through full-time jobs. Uh, and I'm a big believer that anytime the city uses city tax incentives or city tax credits to bring investment and jobs to Pontiac, we've got to make sure that those employers are required to hire a certain percentage of their workforce from among Pontiac residents. Because it doesn't do any good to bring investment and jobs here if all the jobs go to outsiders. Uh, but equally important is doing more to foster entrepreneurship in the community and supporting local small businesses. Okay. Uh, we have a number of success stories when it comes to, to entrepreneurship here in the city. I know that you've been involved in, in some successful ventures yourself, Brother Al. Um, and, you know, it's not all about working for other people. Uh, it's also about helping people launch their own successful small businesses. And my plan to do that is, is number one, at, a, at an early age, we need to do more with uh, educating uh, our residents about, about basic financial literacy, but also about business uh, classes, how to start a business, how to get a business loan, how to put together a marketing plan, right. making sure that the Pontiac residents understand the nuts and bolts about how to go about establishing a business and growing a business. And in order to help support those endeavors, uh, we need to start a Pontiac-specific revolving loan fund that will help Pontiac businesses get access to needed capital and needed loans and so that they can grow and succeed and prosper. Uh, the other thing I would say is when it comes to city contracting policies, we need to make sure that we're putting a preference in place for Pontiac-based businesses, especially those that employ Pontiac residents. Uh, because that's a way that the city can very directly try to make sure that more taxpayer dollars are staying here in the community, circulating among Pontiac residents and Pontiac business owners, so that more Pontiac residents do better. Again, we're not interested in, in uh, bringing uh, companies here if the sole outcome of that is benefiting a very small number of people. We want to support investment and, and economic growth here that benefits everybody. Health. Yeah. Health-related initiatives. Yes. It's a really, really uh, important issue. Uh, it's particularly important in the African-American community. Uh, I pledged from day one when I announced my candidacy back in January, and this is on my website, 
that we need an African-American health commission here in the city. There are uh, obviously health challenges affect all of us, but there are a number of health challenges that hit the black community particularly hard. And we need to be mindful of that. We need to do more outreach and education activities. And we need to do more to connect members of the Pontiac community with health care resources, particularly preventative and early detection resources. You know, there are a lot of areas where uh, low-income people in general, and especially black Americans, are hit particularly hard by, by diabetes, by heart disease, by COVID, obviously. I, the, you know, the, the COVID pandemic, I think, has opened a lot of people's eyes who may not have been aware of it before, that uh, people of color, particularly black Americans, low-income people, are really hard hit by uh, illness and by disease. And it's the role of government at all levels, federal government, state uh, government, county government, and, and local government to try to do more to connect residents with those needed resources. Well, we know here in our Morris American community that about 90, roughly about 80% of our community is suffering from some form of health condition. Exactly. Um, and, and, and we, I, so this administration puts together programs and initiatives like agriculture programs. We, we do business or we create, and I said initiatives earlier, so we work with other organizations that provide or has an expertise as it relates to health yes. um, and the different functions of it. Yes. Because in more science typical America, we taught that health is to the body what honesty is to the soul. Well and so well in, the, in the pandemic, we're dealing with uh, this number one issue is health. Yes. Um, and so we need, in, in our vision here in this administration, we want to uh, help people transition into what I call the Morris Green New Deal. I kind of coined, <laughs> I kind of coined uh, 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 Vice President Joe Biden, or former Vice President Joe Biden, uh, with the Green New Deal. Yeah, so we right. got the Morris Green New Deal, and like we spoke earlier, we launched a, a, a series of community gardens, Morris Community Gardens, we want to. Pontiac community, uh, hoop houses, um, and things of that nature. And I would just like to see, uh, we actually working with uh, municipality leadership we talked about earlier, Dr. Eastern, on what that more Green New Deal looked like, focused around the industrial health concept and, and the regular traditional agriculture uh, principles, the food, things of that nature. We have water also. Yes. So I would like to see um, uh, an administration um, more focused on securing the citizens' health um, through its abilities and its powers and functions right. um, to pull people together, um, the right people together to get the right results. And so um, maybe you have uh, can see yourself being able to do do those kind of things. Um, I am fully committed to that. It's it's a real need, and, and you know you said it very well about uh, healthy. Uh, health is to physical health is to the body, like honesty is to the soul. It's a great, great quote. I may, I may uh, borrow it. From you. Yeah, well, I got it from our profit. Well, it's, it's a, a very wise thing. And uh, you know, I would say a couple of things. One is we don't really have a real grocery store here in the city of Miami. We've got uh, mostly liquor stores, convenience stores, and so there's not the access to healthy food that residents deserve. And 
Uh, so, so one issue is about making sure that we're providing better access to food. I'm committed to making sure we, we have a real grocery store here in the city of Pontiac. Uh, we have a lot of community gardens. I know that you are involved in some of those efforts to grow fresh produce in the community, which I fully support. Uh, you know, we really need a, a farmer's market in downtown Pontiac. It will also help connect our residents with, uh, with fresh produce. And the more we can uh, connect residents with that sort of uh, healthy diet, uh, the better off, obviously, uh, people's health will be. Uh, and so that's an important part of prevention, is a healthy diet. Uh, also connecting people with uh, exercise and fitness options. And you know, one thing that I've been thinking about is, you know, for, for people of modest means, low-income families, maybe the city can help them by uh, memberships at, at gyms. You know, we've got a local gym here. Uh, Max Main uh, runs the gym. And he's uh, also working on the Pontiac uh, Farmer's Market. Exactly. Big piece right across the street here. Exactly. Which is a huge piece. And That's right. In projects like that, we need full support right. from our municipality leadership. Exactly. To bring, to really drive in additional resources to make things of that functions and programs like that really become sustainable. That's right. That's exactly right. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, we have partners here in the community that we can work with to make these things a reality. Uh, but we just need to, to actually make it happen. And, uh, you know, we've got, we've got some, some outside resources when it comes to health education in terms of uh, early detection of health conditions and treatment so, options. So do you see yourself establishing a task force around that reality? Absolutely. To combat COVID or a future um, crisis that's relevant to, because we're looking like we're dealing with a phase of yeah. viruses. Well, that's, that's right. So I, I personally, I may be wrong, quote me on this, but I, and maybe we do have uh, someone in the audience here <laughs> and so we, and so maybe I correct me if I'm wrong, but is there currently a, a health task force established in Pontiac? There, uh, prior there really isn't, to my knowledge, and we we need one. Uh, and that's why I mentioned the African American Health Commission that I'm, but I pledged to establish. But it's but it's more broad than that. We, oh, okay. We need, okay, we need okay. Uh, an overall task force, obviously, that's going to work with with all of our residents. Even though there are some unique or particularly acute challenges for the African American community, right. but establishing the African American Health Commission, like I said earlier, is particularly important because a lot of these health challenges have hit the Black community particularly hard. Uh, and so, yes, we I'm fully committed to making sure that we at City Hall are standing up in partnership with others, including community organizations, the Oakland County Health Department, you know, we have some resources there we can tap into. But the city really needs to stand up and play its role. And, and, and make a statement on where they stand exactly. when it comes to holistic health. That's right. This because is the end of the day is, we have to protect, like I have an obligation here, I think I don't mention, to protect our members, birthrights, right. to represent Absolutely. them you know, the right way Absolutely. in all of our affairs. And, and so I look at that from other leaders and I say, hey, we have an obligation to our citizens, to our community. That's right. And so we should, we should, you know, obviously make some kind of statement in regards to that. Yes. Now, one of the things we did in the dead smack of the pandemic, it was locked down and couldn't breathe and couldn't move. What we did is formulated a task force, a holistic health and wellness task force. Yes. They have a great group of people. We've got some scientists in there, some herbalists, dietitians, some, uh, uh, some uh, physical 
uh, gurus, physical fitness gurus. Right. Um, we brought in the water yeah. uh, deal. We brought the oil teas and compounds, and then we created additional from those relationships. We had an additional uh, inventory of healing oils to help uh, fight the pandemic, to fight off the virus, to and to prevent illness during that time because the hospitals were closed down. Um, it was it was it was a nightmare of a situation. People couldn't get help. There was a lot of things they could do at home, sure. um, and it was and so what we did is formulated a task force, and we got help to our people. Yeah. We got them medicine, we got them water, and we got them the information that they needed to overcome this COVID situation. Yeah. And it's so, so important. And you know, obviously, we want to make sure that the approaches that are that are being taken are science driven, are, are based in peer reviewed studies. And, are really backed up by scientific evidence. But it's critically important that we connect residents with those resources so that they can both uh, prevent getting getting sick in the first place, and if they get sick, be quickly what connected to do. with effective treatments. That's right. <laughs> and what to do is exactly. like, uh, about a, you know, uh, you, we have to be, in, in my ideology, we have to be the first responders for ourselves and our families. And so that, and COVID made that clear. Like you can't depend on it, you can't even get in the hospital. Right. So now, what are you going to do? What is the alternative? So the alternative, uh, my mom used to teach me. You know, what's your plan B? Because plan B usually become plan A. Yeah. Your and mom so, has always <laughs> been a wise woman, by the way. So I'm, I'm not surprised that yeah, she so, raised you well. You know, well, prior to I mean, post COVID, we know that this works. Yeah. This works, and, and thank you for that uh, as well. But this works, and so I would just like to see that. Uh, I, I was conveying that from one leader to another that I would like to, uh, that's one of the areas I would like to work on yes. and, and to help it not just protect the Morrish American community, but what works here can work for others. Exactly. And so we would like to share that information and share that data yes. uh, and just making sure people are informed, fully disclosed of things that they can do right there at home to heal themselves and, and actually to prevent it. It's things that they can do. So I would like to see us work. Uh, more, more closely on that, on that health initiative. Um, and so I know you don't have a whole lot of time. So is, is, you know, if you if you want to talk to, um, well, well, before we go to that part, I, I, we talk about the discourse. Yes. Let's talk about the impact, how damaging the discourse is between the executive branch and the uh, legislative branch, and how do you plan? As a statesman, as 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 as, as, as a, an intelligent mind, to heal, to bring us into unity, so that we can have a productive and a prosperous community. Well, the the discord and the dysfunction uh, is a is a very serious problem, and, and it affects, I think, uh, the the broader community. I think that we're not as united as a community here in Pontiac as we should be, because. Uh, leaders at City Hall are not demonstrating unity amongst themselves. And so I think if we want to bring the community together, elected leaders have to lead by example. Um, I would also say that you know, if, if people are looking to invest in the city of Pontiac, seeing some of that dysfunction at City Hall often drives them away from the community. Uh, and the same is true with nonprofits who want to assist the city or foundations who want to want to provide assistance here, uh, a lot of them are really turned off by that conflict and that uh, tension that's constantly there in City Hall. So 
the, the real question is, how do we address them? How do we get past that? And the, the key is uh, having a mayor who really treats city council as a true equal partner. You know, I pledge to make sure that, that my office, when I'm mayor, is keeping city council informed of new information immediately in a very timely way, that we're sharing information promptly with them, but also that we're soliciting and seeking city council's feedback and input as the mayor's office develops policy proposals, as opposed to just uh, the mayor's office developing a proposal in a silo and then plopping it on the city council's desk at the last minute. So it's really important that the, the mayor and city council work in a truly collaborative way, uh, not just among themselves, but as I said earlier, with the broader community, with, with civic organizations like Mortar Science Temple, with local small businesses, and most importantly, of course, with residents. Uh, and I have a track record of being able to do that. That's why when I was in the State House and on the County Commission, I was able to deliver results for Pontiac. Uh, I've worked in, in very diverse bodies, diverse in terms of people's backgrounds, diverse in terms of people's professions, diverse in terms of people's worldview and, and ideas. And by working together, we were able to get some great things done. I mentioned at the outset, uh, providing health insurance to 700,000 Michigan residents who previously lacked it, including thousands here in the city of Pontiac. I mentioned establishing uh, state funding for a job training program here in Pontiac and Provolsa. And I mentioned the school-based health centers at Pontiac High and Pontiac Middle School and Walt Whitman Elementary School that I reviewed funding for. Uh, and th those are just some examples. You know, we also uh, increased the minimum wage and indexed it to inflation for the first time in Michigan's 